Holiday parties are a minefield for anyone on a weight loss journey. Let's learn how to navigate them without sacrificing your weight loss goals. Welcome to Weight Loss Made Simple. I'm Dr. Stacy Heimberger, a physician and advanced certified weight loss coach. If you're on a mission to not only lose weight, but also transform your health and wellness, you've landed in the perfect spot. Forget about restrictive, trendy diets. We're cutting through the noise and zeroing in on two fundamental pillars that will empower you to achieve lasting weight loss. So if you're ready to transform your life, let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Weight Loss Made Simple. Today, we're tackling a topic that's on everyone's mind this time of year, holiday parties. They can be fun, but they can be a challenge for those of us on a weight loss journey. So how do we survive this holiday season without sacrificing our goals? Let's dive in. First, let's acknowledge the elephant in the room. Holiday parties are filled with temptations, delicious food, sugary drinks, and some social pressure to indulge. I know I've tried a lot of tricks. I've also had my fair share of holiday parties. And I can tell you, sometimes it just doesn't work. I'm sure you know how these stories end. I wasn't going to drink that much. I really wasn't going to eat that. I ate something healthy before, but then it looked so good. All my friends were eating it. I wanted a piece. I was going to say no, but somebody asked me twice, and I only had willpower for someone to ask me once. Maybe it's just me. I doubt it, though. How do we navigate this? First, what I want everyone to be really open to is the idea of experimenting. What works for me at one party might not work the next party. What works for me might not work for you. But instead of going to a party, having a plan, and then not following the plan and feeling bad about it, let's learn from it and try a new plan. Instead of festering and self-pity and shame that we couldn't have the willpower to make it through the way we wanted, let's do an honest assessment and try and find a new way. So I implore you and recommend to you highly that we go into this holiday season with a curiosity and a willingness to experiment. Let's have this holiday season be the season where we figure out how we want to do this for the rest of our lives. So What are some tips and tricks? Maybe we do eat a healthy meal ahead of time. Maybe we have a glass of water between every alcoholic drink. Maybe if it's a potluck, we bring a dish that we know fits in with our plan. The plans I don't like are, let's starve ourselves all day so that we can eat whatever we want at the party. That's a terrible plan. First of all, we don't want to deprive ourselves all day. It's not really honoring our body or honoring our hunger. And this sort of free-for-all at the party can really be disastrous. I know as I get older, if I have more than two drinks, I am not sleeping well. And that can affect my hunger and my food choices for days afterwards. So besides that plan, there are other options. So just pick one and try it and see what happens. Sometimes, I think it's nice to start with a plan, go to the party, and then see what our urges are telling us. So I have gone to a party and planned not to drink. I noticed I was extremely anxious at this party. 
And part of it was, I honestly just didn't know what to do with my hands. I was so used to just having my little shield of this drink in my hand and not having that made me really anxious. When we are very anxious and we are in these social situations, our brain knows if we eat or drink, it will calm that buzzing feeling of being anxious. So when I got the urge to drink, if I had the wherewithal, I don't think I had coaching at this time. If I had had coaching, I would have known to ask myself, why am I having this urge to have a drink? Why do I want to have a drink when I didn't plan on having a drink? Now, being more in touch with myself and my feelings, I know that it's because I was anxious. I get anxious if I don't have something in my hands. So now I know I can go to a party. I can start with a glass of club soda, maybe never get to an alcoholic drink after that, but I've got something in my hand. I didn't really want the alcohol. I just needed something in my hand. But if I hadn't been really curious, I never would have figured that out. Sometimes we feel that way eating as well. If I have a plate of food, I'm safe. It's like we put this little shield in front of us so that we're not embarrassed or we think people are looking at the food instead of looking at us. Whatever the discomfort is, that is what we are sometimes using holiday food and drink to cover is this discomfort, these uncomfortable feelings, whether it be anxiety or being self-conscious, whatever it is. I like to have some pocket expressions ready for the peer pressure and the social dynamics that come with holiday parties. Lots of times that everyone else is drinking, two things can happen. They cannot notice at all that you're not drinking, especially if you have something like club soda in your hand, or you will get some pressure to drink. So I love having pocket phrases if the second one happens and I'm feeling some social pressure to drink. Sometimes I'm just really honest. I don't want to drink tonight. I really need some sleep or I'm really tired. And I know that if I drink another glass of wine, it will interfere with my sleep. I always blame my kids. That's an easy one if you've got kids. Oh, I've got to get up early with them. They're not sleeping well. I don't want to be sleep deprived. The same thing with food. Okay, we can have some pocket phrases. I ate before I came. That does look really good. I'm just not ready yet. We seem to have in our minds that people care about our excuses. And I know for me, this came up. I was coaching a client and it was about holiday eating. They were making cookies with their kids and the kid asked them to try a cookie and they felt like they couldn't say no, that our kids will have some thoughts about what we're eating or I think we're all afraid that we're going to pass on disordered eating in some way. And so I tried it at my house. I just wanted to see what would happen. So the next time my kids asked me for a cookie, I just told them, I don't eat cookies because I'm a grown up and I don't run around on the playground all day like they do. So I don't need a cookie. And they did not care. They accepted that response with no more questions. And honestly, for me, it's true. I walk around some at the hospital, but I'm not doing strenuous exercise and I don't feel good when I eat sugar. So as a grown up, where I am now, I don't need to eat a cookie. So telling them grownups don't need to eat cookies is perfectly reasonable. It was perfectly true. And they could not have cared less. The other place that comes up is if somebody is not hungry at dinner and they feel like they have to eat because that's when their kids are eating and they feel like their kids won't understand. 
I promise you it's the same thing. Your kids don't really care. They're little narcissists. They're in their own little world. They don't care if you're eating or not. It's just one of these things we tell ourselves. Oh, if they offer me a cookie, I have to eat it or it'll hurt their feelings. I promise you, my kids' feelings were not hurt. They accepted that adults don't need to eat cookies and we all moved on with no trouble. So developing these pocket phrases so that you're prepared when someone offers you food or drink that you did not plan on eating, I think is a great thing to do to prepare yourself. I also think because a lot of this pressure and wanting to overindulge at parties can come from this feeling of being anxious or uncomfortable in some way, I think the holidays are a great time to amp up our self-care. So what I like to actually do when I'm at parties and I consider it self-care because it falls under this mindfulness idea as well, is I love to almost become a fly on the wall at a party and really take in everything about the party. The atmosphere, the scenery, the music, the people. I love watching other people talk and laugh. And I think about all the things I'm grateful for and all the reasons I love the holidays and all the reasons I love holiday parties. I love that people get together and can enjoy each other and meet new people and tell funny stories. And so to sit back as a fly on the wall a little bit And really take all that in puts me in a really centered, mindful spot. And I'm not thinking about food that whole time. So that's another tip. If you feel like the food chatter is high and you're not really sure what to do about it, is to take this little minute of self-care or mindfulness and maybe go outside or maybe just go to a different corner of the room away from the food. And just like really be mindful about what's happening in the party, who's there, the music, what's everyone wearing, how does everyone look, just from a really curious grace place. It's really my favorite thing to do at a party. There's two other reasons besides just curing discomfort that we might want to eat something we didn't plan on eating or drink more than we planned to drink. One of those is this idea of YOLO that I've talked about. You only live once. You don't want to not take advantage. I think it goes hand in hand with scarcity mentality. And what I mean by scarcity mentality is this idea that I'm only going to have it this one time. Some of that's true at the holidays. There's special meals that are made. Maybe it's a relative that makes something special and we only see them once a year. For me, I can tell you, My aunt makes the best cookies in the world. She makes like 20 types of cookies. There's so many holiday cookies. And she really only does make them once a year. But she makes them every year. And if I really wanted it in the non-holiday season, I'm sure she would make it for me. So we have to ask ourselves, is this really the only time I can have this? And if it is, and ahead of time we decide, you know what? Aunt Ron only makes these cookies once a year. I'm going to have one cookie or two cookies, whatever it is. Just mindfully decide ahead of time. That would be my only suggestion. Instead of getting there, having planned to have none, secretly knowing or Jedi mind tricking yourself into having all of them, just be honest when you make your plan. Yes, I'm going to eat a cookie, but I'm only going to eat two. 
I'm going to eat one of this kind that's my favorite and one of this kind that's my favorite. For me, I skip full years. It is hard for me to have one. They're so good. If I have one, I want a second one. And I learned a couple of years ago that cookies don't count to my stomach for some reason. I could eat 10 cookies and my stomach does not interpret it as food. I am just as hungry when I sit down to dinner. So for me, it's easier for me to say, not this year, or I'll take one and take it home so I'm not left with all the cookies. It's just one of those trigger foods for me. And I know that about myself. So these are the types of things I just want you to plan ahead of time for. Think about, is this the best I'm going to have? Is this something that's meaningful? Is this something I can put some sort of boundary about? I'm only going to have one or I'm only going to have two. And if we do that, just check in. Is that a realistic plan? Or is that something we plan already knowing we're not going to follow it? Those are the worst plans. We want to make plans that we can stick to. I always recommend after you make a plan to really stand back and look at it and ask yourself, is this something I can do? Is this going to feel okay for me? Am I going to feel like I'm getting enough? Am I going to feel satisfied? And if it's not, rework the plan. So if it's not in your mindset, if you know you're not ready to say no cookies this year, then let's not write that down. When we write down plans that we're not going to stick to, all that does is erode our trust with ourselves and our confidence that we can do what we say we're going to do. So I would much rather have you write down, I'm going to have 10 cookies and have the 10 cookies than say, I'm not going to have any cookies knowing that that's not realistic, knowing you have no intention of sticking to that plan leaving that space open for your mind to go crazy and Jedi mind trick you into eating 20 cookies. Let's just be realistic with our plan. So that is my suggestion to you. We have realistic goals that we plan very mindfully. We are aware of scarcity and YOLO mentality while we're making these plans. And we ask just a couple of follow-up questions is this really the only time I can have this? And is it really worth it? And then maybe some pocket phrases. If we make a plan, we feel good about it, but we know sometimes social pressure can get to us and we just want to have a couple of pocket phrases ready, figure that out ahead of time. And most importantly, just go to that party with a sense of curiosity and a sense of experimentation and see if your plan works. If it doesn't, There's always another party. We can try a new strategy next time. This is not a big deal. This can be the year that we figure out how we want to show up at holiday parties moving forward, how we want to show up for holiday parties, keeping in mind our long-term weight loss goals, but still enjoy ourselves and still be able to take those mindful minutes and not feel deprived and not feel over-anxious. We want to enjoy the party without feeling bad afterwards. That's the goal. So I hope this was helpful. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Before we say goodbye, I've got some thrilling news that you do not want to miss. 
to celebrate the launch of the podcast, and because I love giving away gifts, we're rolling out some fabulous prizes and you have multiple chances to win. We're talking exclusive coaching packages, one-on-one meal planning calls, planners to keep you on track, food journals for mindful eating, and even gift cards to your favorite wellness stores. So how do you get in on this? It's simple. First, listen and subscribe to the Weight Loss Made Simple podcast. Then rate and review the podcast. Last, just share the podcast on your social media. Once you've done these things, head on over to www.sugarfreemd.com forward slash podcast launch, all one word. And that's how you enter the giveaway. The deadline is November 30th, so act fast. In the meantime, thank you so much for tuning in today, and I am looking forward to our next episode. So until then, take care.